and hello and welcome to the best podcast out there. Hopefully you guys are enjoying it so far. It's the Weatherman Report, and of course, it's yours truly, Burke Myers, a.k.a. The Weatherman, giving you your daily dose of basketball news. As we got the NBA playoffs pretty much all set and going. And wow, such exciting basketball tonight. Watching, God, I mean, all you Phoenix Suns fans out there, I I feel so sorry for you guys. Oh, man, it tore, it, it did tear me to pieces a little bit, seeing going 8-0 and in the bubble. 8-0. and And you st- and they still weren't lucky enough to make it to the last playoff spot. Like, it's cr- they even make it to the play-in game. I mean, they needed either Portland to lose or Memphis to lose, and Memphis and Portland both won tonight. And Portland, oh man, they won by a nail-biter against the Nets. Wow, what a game. Damian Lillard, once again, just showing why he's the bubble MVP. It's between him and Devin Booker, but oh my gosh. Damian Lillard's been playing on just such an elite level. He's Steph Curry, like, but wearing number zero on Portland Trailblazers, man. Like, D. Lillard is pulling up from the logo, hitting everything, man. Now, there's nothing Nets could do. They were double-teaming him. Brooklyn was double-teaming, triple-teaming. And if he got the shot up, it was going in. Like, Damian Lillard is just another beast. He is just a freak of nature, Damian Lillard is. But then Memphis actually was able to snag the ninth spot. So, there is going to be a play-in game. So, I guess the nine seed has to beat the eight two times. So, two out of three to go and, uh, and make it to the eight seed to play the Lakers. So, the winner will play the Lakers. And I'm not going to lie, I really hope Portland wins that series. I'm not trying to be a hater on the Grizzlies or anything because, I, I mean, I love John Morant. I love the, how the Grizzlies play. But I just truly think Portland's going to give the Lakers a series. I don't think... Memphis would give them a series. I think it would be a sweep if the Lakers went up against Memphis. I think with Portland, it could go six games, maybe seven. It's definitely not going to be a sweep with Damian Lillard out there playing basketball. But going, looking at the uh, first seeds of, you know, where everyone's placed. So going to the east, the one seed is Milwaukee. Who ended up with a 36 and 17 record? So impressive. They got the league's MVP and defensive player of the year in Giannis Antetokounmpo. And yeah, he was suspended against Memphis. Probably would have helped the Bucks out a little bit playing Memphis today, but suspended for that big old headbutt he gave Mo Wagner in the game before. So the two C for the East is Toronto who were 32-19, and 19, so just two games behind. I'm oh, sorry, my bad. 56-17 and 17 and 52-19. and 19. Uh, I'm, my, my eyes are deceiving me here. I don't know why, but my eyes are deceiving me there. So then the three seed is the Boston Celtics, who were 48-24. and 24. The four seed being Miami Heat, who were 44-28. and 28. The Indiana Pacers, same exact record as the Miami Heat. But they're going to go up against each other. And Miami won the tiebreaker, so they got the higher seed. The five 
was obviously Indiana. Six is the Philadelphia 76ers, who are 42-30. and 30. And honestly, Philly has not looked that good in the bubble so far. It'll be interesting to see that series, but knowing that Ben Simmons has been injured and is going to be injured for the series, I don't know if I have a lot of faith in Philly to get it done. Um, so seven is the Brooklyn Nets, who lost in a heartbreaker to Portland tonight. But they had a 35-37 and 37 record. And then lastly, the eight seed for the East is the Orlando Magic, who are 33-40. and 40. And you could say the Orlando Magic have the home court advantage, if you want to say that, because they're playing in Disney World. So now going to the west side, number one, obviously the Lakers, who have identical records as the Toronto Raptors at 52-19. and 19. The two was clinched by the L.A. Clippers in the matchup against the Denver Nuggets last night as they have a 48-23 and 23 record. Three was the Denver Nuggets, obviously, as they were able to, as they lost to L.A. last night. And they're 46-26. and 26. The four seed is your boys, Oklahoma City Thunder. And we're 44-27. and 27. Houston Rockets, same identical record, but the Thunder won the head-to-head matchups as they won two of the three games they played this season. As October 29th, the Houston Rockets were able to beat the Thunder at, at Houston, 116-112. Then on January 9th, they went up against each other, and Oklahoma was able to win 113-92. And then the third game was January 20th, and I still remember that game to this day. The Thunder won 112-107, coming back from 20 points down. And oh my gosh, Thunder, that was just an amazing watch. So yeah, five seeds Houston, the sixth seed Utah Jazz, the seventh seed is Dallas Mavericks, who are 43 and 32. Utah Jazz are 44 and 28. And then lastly, it's the playing game. So we'll figure out if it's going to be Portland or if it's going to be Memphis. So now I'm going to give my little tips on who I think. Each series is going to go. So first matchup right here is the Milwaukee Bucks going up against the Orlando Magic, the one versus eight. I think it's not even going to be close. It's going to be a sweep. Milwaukee Bucks are going to blow out the Orlando Magic. The Orlando Magic have not been playing well, especially in this bubble. And Milwaukee, yeah, they haven't been playing that well, but they have been playing their starters all their minutes. And, you know, with Giannis and, you know, they just got – good role players I definitely would not bet against the Milwaukee Bucks the second game being the two Seavers seven was Toronto versus Brooklyn I got the Raptors sweeping the Brooklyn Nets and the Nets are playing very very well actually right now but I mean Toronto's just such a well-coached team Kyle Lowry's su- such an elite just leader There's, he's just an elite leader and, you know, Pascal Siakam's taking that huge step forward, turning into a mini Kawhi. And, you know, they got the role players that know what the role is. Like Marcus Gasol, who's a dominant center, you know, does does what he needs to do day in and day out. Serge Ibaka's Serge Ibaka, a.k.a. Yet Norman Powell, who puts up 16 points a night. 
I mean, Van Vliet, you know, the Toronto Raptors is, are deep, and I, I don't know why people are kind of sleeping on Toronto to, you know, maybe make a jump for that possible finals appearance. Possible. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's possible. Then the third game being Boston versus the Phillies, the 76ers, and I personally think if Ben Simmons was playing in this, I think it's a very close series. I think it goes six or seven games if Ben Simmons plays. But without Ben Simmons and a banged-up Joel Embiid, I don't give – I mean, I think I give Philly a game. But Boston's winning in either a clean sweep or five games. I don't think it goes past five. And now the best series out – no, I guess it's not really the – probably the best – series now because Boston Philly would have been the best series to watch if all the players were healthy for Philly but the Miami Heat Indiana Pacers with TJ Warren and Jimmy Butler always jawing at each other that's gonna be fun to watch it's gonna be fun to watch them go at it day in day out for a whole series and I think by Miami's gonna beat them in five or six games though I just don't think the Pacers have really the talent like they're very very good but without I think they need Sabonis and them missing Sabonis right now really is hurting them inside I think as I think Miami's going to dominate them inside out Indiana's not going to be able to cover all the three-point shooters that the Miami Heat have like Duncan Robinson Tyler Euro Jimmy Buckets and then Bam Adebayo is going to dominate inside I think over Miles Turner, so that's why I think they really need Sabonis, and them missing Sabonis is really, really hurting them. So that's why I have Miami Heat winning. I, I, I don't think it's gonna be a sweep. I think it's gonna be five or six games. And now going on the West side, because West side, we got Lakers versus Portland or Memphis. That's to be decided. I think if the Lakers go up against Memphis. It's going to be a clean sweep for the Lakers. But if they go up against Portland, man, I, that's tough. I think it goes six or seven games. And I think it go either way. I personally think it go. It just depends if Damian Lillard's, like, in, if Damian Lillard goes off, off, like, I, I'm not betting against Portland. I mean, yes, Lakers are the best, have been the best team in the West. And they got LeBron, of course, and AD. And, you know, it's kind of the two-edged sword when it comes to trying to talk about this topic because you're going to ask, well, who's going to cover LeBron? Which wing's going to cover LeBron? Which player's going to cover Anthony Davis? But then you're going to ask yourself, who's go- who on the Lakers, uh, the Lakers guards are going to cover Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum? I don't think the Lakers are that good of a defensive team anymore because they lost Avery Bradley. I mean, I think they gained a little scoring from getting J.R. Smith and Deion Waiters, but, I mean, losing Rondo and losing Avery Bradley, they lost a little bit of a defensive, kind of a stout defense in the guard position. And I think that Portland, I think that C.J. McCollum and Dame are going to go off that series. So, And Damian Lewis is on a mission, man. I think if they get in, I think Damian Lewis is going to play off his – out of his mind. So, I would take probably the Lakers in six or seven. But I think it's going to be a very close series. 
Don't be surprised if Portland surprises you. Don't be surprised. But if it's Memphis, it's it's clean sweep. It, it's not even. I Memphis might if 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 they're hitting every single shot out there, they might win a game against Lakers. And now the second game being the Clippers versus Dallas Mavericks. God, this is such an interesting series. Wow, man, I Luca's a bad man. Luca is filthy. They have a dynamic offense. Porzingis, you know, that's going to be a dynamic duo for the rest of this decade. That's going to be probably the, one of the best duos this whole decade for the Dallas Mavericks. But you can't bet against my boy Kawhi, though. You can't bet against Kawhi. That's like betting against Jordan in the 90s. You don't bet against Kawhi in the playoffs. I mean, I think Dallas it's going to be a good series. I think Dallas is going to win one or two games. But Clippers got that in six. I think it's going to be hard, hard fought. But I think Paul George is going to play very, very well. I think Kawhi's going to get his go go to go to work, get his you know get his blue collar going and get his toolbox and go to work. Basically, I mean Kawhi's just going to go there, do his business, and go out there with wins. Because let's face it, you know the Clippers have been putting time management on Kawhi and Paul George, honestly, this whole season, like this whole season, pretty much, especially in the bubble. So now come playoff time, golly, they're already a deep team. I mean, Lou Williams scored 23 um, last night. You think that Lou Williams isn't ready to play some basketball? Like, I think Lou Williams is finally focused on playing basketball. And not to mention if they get Harrell back. I mean, Harrell's a dynamic player off the bench. Can get you 20 points any night. I mean, I just think the Clippers are so deep, man. I think if Dallas really improves on their defense in the future, I think that Dallas is going to be a very, very scary team all throughout this decade. Anyways, they're going to be scary throughout this decade. They're going to be scary no matter what because their offense is so deadly. But I think they need to invest in a legit 3 and D guy because I personally don't think they have any real role players that are def- defenders, man. Like They just kind of let Whatever happens, happen on the Dallas Mavericks. But, yeah, so I have a Clippers win that in six. I would say six. I don't think it goes seven. As the Clippers have won all three meetings um, this year. It's November 26th. They won 114-99. The on the 21st of January, they won 110-107. And then on August 6th, they won 126-111. So, I mean... Dallas has not had their number at all this year, so that's why I have the Clippers. I think they might win it in five if the Clippers are hot. It's definitely not going to be a sweep. I think at most it goes six games, though. And you want to know why I have, and going back to the Portland, L.A., you want to know why I have Portland? You look back, yes, L.A. beat Portland twice. Both close games, except first game. First game was kind of a blowout. December 6th was 136-113. to 113. Second game was 126-120, L.A. won, in LA, or in Portland. And then they went to L.A., and Damian Litter went bonkers. And Portland won 127-119. to 
So that's why I'm saying don't count out Portland, man. If C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard are hot, that team is so dangerous. So, yeah, that's that's where I have the first two matchups for the West. Third one being the Denver Nuggets versus the Utah Jazz. And I think if Utah was fully healthy, if they had Bagdanovich, I actually probably would take Utah in this series. But just seeing the development of Denver, though, lately, though. I mean, Bull Bulls, I mean, a freak of nature. Michael Porter Jr. is turning into the second coming of Carmelo Anthony. I mean, I know that's a weird analogy, but I'm just saying because, you know, Carmelo went to Denver. So just throwing, throwing my Colin Cowherd ball out there. And but yeah, Michael Porter Jr. has been playing out of his gourd. So I mean, Utah still got some very very good talent. Donovan Mitchell's obviously a, easily a top ten shooting guard in the NBA. Rudy Gobert is a top five center, and candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. Mike Conley is still a, a very very good veteran point guard. But I just don't think Utah has the scoring to keep up with Denver. I think Denver wins it in five. I mean, I don't think. I mean, Denver's got Jokic, who's going to give Gobert a lot of trouble. So, I got I got Denver winning it in five. And now, oof, the series that has been kind of crossed my mind for the last probably like a week. Oklahoma City Thunder versus Houston Rockets. Oh, man. God. Chris Paul versus Houston. Russell Westbrook versus Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, man, it's like a blockbuster movie. Who's going to win? Man, you know I'm going to be biased on this one. You know I'm going to be biased on this one. But, you know, you listen to some of the talking heads out there, and they'll tell you, Oklahoma's a bad matchup for Houston. Houston doesn't want. Houston didn't want to go and play in Oklahoma. It's weird because Houston has like a really, really good matchup against a lot of the teams, the high, you know, win potential teams in the West and the East. Like you know, the Lakers don't want to play Houston. I don't think. I think if Houston was going up against Denver or Utah. Heck, even the Clippers. I think that. Those teams would be like those teams would be scared to play, but for some reason though, Oklahoma matches up really really well against Houston. Like Oklahoma has a lot of good wings that can cover multiple positions. Stephen Adams knows you know he's just a solid brute in the paint. Shea's I mean it just all kind of depends how well Houston shoots. If we're gonna be honest, if Houston shoots the ball, if James Harden scores sixty points a night. Russ scores, I mean, we'll see if Russell Westbrook even plays, though. That's kind of the big, that's the big question mark there. Because Russell Westbrook does have, I believe it's a strain in his quad. So, you know, you got to be careful on that. But if if Russell Westbrook does play, it's definitely going to be a nail-biting series. I think it's going to be a nail-biting series either way. I think it goes six games, maybe seven. But, you know, I got, got you know, I got my Oklahoma State Thunder win that series. I mean, they've won two out of three. This season, we'll see. I mean, if James Harden can, you know, pull out something out of his bag and just go completely bonkers, 
and turn into playoff, you know, turn into a playoff winner, then we'll see. Because, you know, James Harden has been known to choke a lot in the playoffs. And I'll tell you something, Chris Paul's been wanting this this revenge so long. And I'll tell you something, nobody nobody wants to be covered by Chris Paul because Chris Paul's a pest on defense. And you got Chris Paul covering James Harden. James Harden's going to be, you know, he's going to get the ball stripped away from him a couple times. Let's just say that. So, yeah, that's what I have as my picks. If you want to go with it to Vegas, don't don't blame me for your losings. I'm sorry if my pickings are wrong. But that's just personally from watching all the games in the bubble who I – kind of have, you know, who's got the best momentum going into it. And that's why I'm kind of sad for Phoenix, man. Phoenix not even being able to get the play-in game. Oh, man, that's sad. Winning eight games in a row in the bubble, and they didn't even get a chance. Oh, man. I really, really wish they would have got somehow snuck in. I mean, I I mean, I think, I don't know if Phoenix matched up well against the Lakers. Like, I don't think they do. I think Portland matches up better against the Lakers. But man, I I would love I would have loved to see D Book and Phoenix just somehow stun the Lakers. Just go out and ball. Just go out and play with just play to lose. You know, play with nothing to lose. And that's how they played during this whole bubble. They took it every game at a time. You know, there's nothing to lose, and they ended up winning eight games in a row. That is crazy. That is crazy. Winning eight games in a row. The only team that went eight 0 in the bubble. Only team that went eight 0 So yeah, that's who I have as my pickings for the playoffs. And real quick, I want to give a quick shout out to my sponsor. You know, cause we all gotta check our times out there. Check out KRMA watches. That is KRMA watches. And go get yourself a watch on me. Just use my code Burke10, B-U-R-K-E-10. Get yourself a nice watch. Get get your mans a new watch, ladies. You know, men, you know, these are fashionable watches. Like, your ladies would love to see you pull out these watches. What can I say? And I also want to give a shout-out to my brother from another mother, Harrison Sands, who I've been using the his as my intro. Um, the song Billy Crystal, which, you know, it's been hitting over a thousand streams. So if you really want to help me out and help him out, because, you know, he's been he's been my brother, basically been my neighbor for, you know, since I can remember, like five years old. And he's so talented and he has a new song out. Actually, it's called Dysfunctional Me. And it just came out yesterday. And I'm going to give a little snippet, and I would love for you to check out. And that's Harrison, that's H-A-R-R-I-S-O-N, Sands, S-A-N-D-S. Please go check him out on Spotify and Apple Music. And here's a little snippet of Dysfunctional Me. Hey, ladies, who's trying to have a kid? 
my friends are growing up, but I guess I never did. Maybe it's the fact that I really can't commit, but not in a bad way. I just don't know where I'll be in a bit, you know? I'm like calling San Diego with the shit. I think that I don't feel because I'm scared to get burned. I love giving love. You would think I would learn. I just want someone to wake up to. I just want someone to make love to. Because I'm really just the quiet type. I'm more undersell than overhyped. No, 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 I won't settle down, settle down, self-destruct. Find a good thing, but it won't be enough. Come around, come around, show me love. I've been searching, but I'm finding it tough. I won't settle down, settle down, self-destruct. Find a good thing, but it won't be enough. Come around, come around, show me love. I've been searching, but I'm finding it tough. Yeah, I've been finding it tough. I've been finding it tough. And once again, that is Harrison Sands. Please go check him out on Spotify and Apple Music. He's such a talented artist, such a terrific person. And it would just mean the world to me if you would go just check out his music and tell him that I brought you to him because, you know, I'd love to, I just love to spread, you know, what I can because he's been such a good person to me throughout my life. And, you know, he's helped me through a lot. Well, when I needed it, so please go check out um, his music and check out his other songs too. I mean, might as well get his other streams up as well. So yeah, that's Harrison Sands. And real quick, I just want to give a little message out to all those that need it. You know, I'm here to spread positivity. I'm not here to give hate to anybody, and I want everyone to know that you know. We, we have such a short time on this earth and we need to take each day and make it our masterpiece. It's a quote from John Wooden. Make each day your masterpiece. Coach John Wooden, greatest coach in sports history, John Wooden, you know, made the pyramid of success talking about, you know, how to be a good person and how to be a wise person. And, you know, you need to make each day your masterpiece. Learn something new every day. You know, make a new friend. Be f- don't, don't be spreading hate. Try to be friends with people. Spread love and positivity. And make yourself grow. Self-growth. Because, man, t- we're living in a hellhole right now. And, you know, I just want to spread this love and tell people that, you know what? Go out and spread love. Go and tell your go and tell your family you love them, because you never know if that's gonna be the last time you see that person. You know, you never know. So never never end a conversation on bad notes. Just spread love and positivity. And lastly, I just want to give a quick um, link into my social medias. Please follow me on Instagram. It's Burke underscore Myers is my personal private profile and then this podcast instagram is the underscore weatherman underscore report so please give myself a fault give me a follow and give me some dms on what you think i should talk about next please i want to i want to hear some new i want to get some new voices out there i'm going to be having a lot more people on the podcast coming up soon i got them all lined up so be out looking for that and also check out my 
YouTube is going to be coming out really, really soon. Um, I'll make sure to peep that on my social medias so you guys can follow the, the YouTube and subscribe to it. Um, I'm going to be doing, you know, this podcast. I'm going to be putting on the on YouTube, uh, but doing like more of a live where you get to see my face. And I'm also going to be doing reactions to hot takes by sports analysts, such as like Colin Cowherd, Skip Bayless, uh, Stephen A. Smith, you know, all, all the uh, ESPN, Fox Sports uh, talking heads. So, yeah, please give, give me a follow on my Instagram, on my Instagrams, and I am out. Have a wonderful Thursday and Friday as well.